वेलकम टू ट्वेंटी एपिसोड पार्ट टू ऑफ द मेस ऑन पॉडकास्ट मिन हुर मेस एंड ऑफकोर्स गैली वॉज टेकन आउट इन टू द मेस बाई द ग्रीवर्स यू नो नेवर टू बी सीन अगेन आई मीन हीज प्रोबेबली डेड राइट नाउ वी गोइंग टू सी वॉट हैपन्स नेक्स्ट इन चैप्टर फोर्टी लाइट ब्लेस्ड थ्रू आउट द होम स्टेड Gladers ran about, everyone talking at once. A couple of boys cried in the corner. Chaos ruled. Thomas ignored all of it. He ran out into the hallway, then leaped down the stairs three at a time. He pushed his way through a crowd in the foyer, tore out of the homestead, and toward the west door, sprinting. He pulled up just short of the threshold of the maze. His instincts forcing him to think twice about entering. Newt called to him from behind, delaying the decision. Minho followed it out there. Thomas yelled when Newt caught up to him. A small towel pressed against the wound on his head. A patchy spot of blood had already seeped through the white material. I saw, Newt said, pulling the towel away to look at it. He grimaced and put it back. Shook it. That hurts like a mother. Minho must have finally fried his last bit of brain cells. Not to mention Gally. Always knew he was crazy. Okay, okay, okay. Guys, did you just hear what Newt said? That hurts like a mother. Okay, so he was the one who put blankets on top of Thomas when he was sleeping in the corner of the glade. You know, the glader mother had put blankets on top of Thomas, and the glader mother is Newt. Yeah. Thomas could only worry about Minho and going after him. Time to be a bloody hero again. Thomas looked at Newt sharply, hurt by the rebuke. You think I do things to impress you, Shanks? Please. All I care about is getting out of here. Yeah, well, you're a regular toughie, but right now we've got worse problems. What? Thomas knew if he wanted to catch up with Minho, he had no time for this. Somebody, Newt began. There he is. Thomas shouted. Minho had just turned the corner up ahead and was coming straight for them. Thomas cupped his hands. "What were you doing, idiot?" Minho waited until he made it back through the door, then bent over, hands on his knees, and sucked in a few breaths before answering. "I just wanted to make sure." "Make sure of what?" Newt asked. "What a good you'd be taken with Gally." Minho straightened and put his hands on his hips, still breathing heavily. Slim it, boys. I just wanted to see if they went toward the cliff, toward the grievo hole. And Thomas said, "Bingo." Minho wiped sweat from his forehead. I just can't believe it. Newt said, almost whispering, "What a night!" Thomas's thoughts tried to drift toward the hole and what it all meant, but he couldn't shake the thought of what Newt had been about to say before he saw Minho return. "What were you about to tell me?" he asked. "You said we had words." "Yeah." Newt pointed his thumb over his shoulder. You can still see the bug and smoke. Thomas looked in that direction. The heavy metal door of the map room was slightly ajar. A wispy trail of black smoke drifting out and into the grey sky. Somebody burned the map trunks. Newt said, "Every last one of them." For some reason, Thomas didn't care about the maps that much. They seemed pointless anyway. He stood outside the door of the slammer, having left Newt and Minho when they went to investigate the sabotage of the map room. 
Thomas had noticed them exchange an odd look before they split up, almost as if communicating some secret with their eyes. But Thomas could think of only one thing. Teresa, he asked. Her face appeared, hands rubbing her eyes. Was anybody killed? She asked, somewhat groggy. Were you sleeping? Thomas asked. He was relieved to see that she appeared okay. Felt himself relaxed. I was, she responded, until I heard something shred the homestead to bits. What happened? Thomas shook his head in disbelief. I don't know how you could have slept through the sound of all those fevers out here. You try coming out of coma sometime. See how you do. Now answer my question, she said inside his head. Thomas blinked, momentarily surprised by the voice since she hadn't done it in a while. Cut that junk out. Just tell me what happened. Thomas sighed. It was such a long story that he didn't feel like telling the whole thing. You don't know about Gally, but he's a psycho kid who ran away. He showed up, jumped on a griever, and they all took off into the maze. It was really weird. He still couldn't believe it had actually happened. Which is saying a lot, Teresa said. Yeah. He looked behind him, hoping to see Albie somewhere. Surely he would let Teresa out now. Bladers were scattered all over the complex, but there was no sign of their leader. He turned back to Teresa. I just don't get it. Why would the grievers have left after getting Gally? He said something about them killing us one a night until we were all dead. He said it at least twice. Teresa pulled her hands through the bars, resting her forearms against the concrete sill. Just one a night? Why? I don't know. He also said it had to do with trials or variables, something like that. Thomas had the same strange urge he had had the night before, to reach out and take one of her hands. He stopped himself, though. <laughs> Tom, I was thinking about what you told me I said, that the maze is a code. Being holed up in here does wonders for making the brain do what it was made for. What do you think it means? Intensely interested, he tried to block out the shouts and chatter rumbling through the glade as others found out about the map room being burned. Well, the walls move every day, right? Yeah. He could tell she was really onto something. And Milho said, they think there's a pattern, right? Right. Gears were starting to shift into place inside Thomas's head as well. Almost as if a prior memory was beginning to break loose. Well, I can't remember why I said that to you about the code. I know when I was coming out of the coma, all sorts of thoughts and memories swirled through my head like crazy. Almost as if I could feel someone emptying my mind, sucking them out. And I felt like I needed to say that thing about the code before I lost it. So there must be an important reason. Thomas almost didn't hear her. He was thinking harder than he had in a while. They always compare each section's map to the one from the day before and the day before that and the day before that. Day by day, each runner just analyzes their own section. What if they're supposed to compare the maps to other sections? He trailed off, feeling like he was on the cusp of something. Teresa seemed to ignore him, doing her own theorizing. The first thing the word code makes me think of is letters. Letters in the alphabet. Maybe the maze is trying to spell something. Everything came together so quickly in Thomas's mind he almost heard an audible click, as if the pieces all snapped into place at once. You're right, you're right, but the runners have been looking at it wrong this whole time. They've been analyzing it the wrong way. Teresa gripped the bars now, her knuckles white, her face pressed against the iron rods. What? What are you talking about? 
Thomas grabbed the two bars outside of where she held on, moved close enough to smell her, a surprisingly pleasant scent of sweat and flowers. Minho said the patterns repeat themselves, only they can't figure out what it means. But they've always studied them section by section, comparing one day to the next. What if each day is a separate piece of code, and they're supposed to use all eight sections together somehow? You think maybe each day is trying to reveal a word? Teresa asked with the bold movements. Thomas nodded. Or maybe a letter a day. I don't know. But they've always thought the movements would reveal how to escape, not spell something. They've been studying it like a map, not like a picture of something. We've got a... Then he stopped, remembering what he'd just been told by me. Oh no. Teresa's eyes flared with worry. What's wrong? Oh no, oh no, oh no. Thomas let go of the bars and stumbled back a step as the realization hit him. He turned to look at the map room. The smoke had lessened, but it still wafted out the door, a dark, hazy cloud covering the entire area. What's wrong? Teresa repeated. She couldn't see the map room from her angle. Thomas faced her again. I didn't think it mattered. What? she demanded. Someone burned all the maps. If there was a code, it's gone. What's gonna happen now? I don't know. We'll find out next Sunday, only on the Mason Podcast.